previously on Unpacked. Uh, so, I mean, I'm big. I'm, yes. I'm popping, you know, wearing this maxi dress. This gentleman, mm. looked like a gentleman, asked me if I don't need a ride, where am I going? Mm. And he pulled out a gun, got me to the back seat of the car and he had his way with me. I literally felt like I'm no longer a woman. Kolufelo Mokwantsane survived a rape ordeal while seven months pregnant. This is part two of her story. Let's continue to unpack. Did you feel robbed? Absolutely. Mm. And like something was taken from you. I felt like my whole life was taken. Just my my humanhood mm. and my dignity. Mm. You know, I just I felt dirty. Mm. I felt filthy. I remember when I bathed, I'd even scrub myself, you know, it was... Um, I felt like my child was contaminated somehow. Mm. Um, it took me what felt like years mm. was just two weeks. Mm. And um, I'm actually, I'm, I, I, when I think about it, I'm, I'm very grateful for the support that I had from my mom and, and Rose. Because mm. um, they were there, you know, and um, they kept on reminding me that it's going to pass. Mm. Um, you know, uh, uh, they called my school and they told the dean what was going on and she was very understanding. Mm. And they would, you know, have someone come over, bring me, you know, notes and mm. just so that I don't get left behind. Even though I couldn't even study, I couldn't do anything. I was, mm. You know, I'd find myself just staring at the ceiling and I don't even know what I was thinking. Mm. At the time, um, would it be accurate to say that within that period you were depressed? I was. Excuse me. Mm. Mm. I was. Um, I had suicidal thoughts for a very long time. Mm. Mm. But I guess what kept on going through my mind was the fact that I'm. You know, I can't, excuse me, be so selfish as to take my life because I'm holding another life. Mm. And she at least deserves a chance, even if this world is just so cold and cruel. Mm. I just felt like it would be very selfish of me to mm. take that away from her. Um, and I wanted to protect her with my life. Mm. Um, I got a therapist, they got me a therapist. She'd come to the house. But I didn't, 
continue for a very long time. Mm. Um, she'd come twice a week on Tuesdays and on Thursdays. And sometimes I just felt like, why are you here? Mm. You know, firstly, you don't even understand what's happened to me. You haven't gone through it. Mm. And I was full of rage. I'd snap sometimes at my mom. I was just angry at myself even for going there, mm. you know. I could have just stayed. And I remember my aunt used to tell me that if ever you need something, just let me know. Joburg is not a place that we go to, mm. you know. But I just, I don't know. <laughs> I felt like she was being extra, mm. you know. She was being dramatic. And I, I was so upset at myself. Uh, kept on asking myself, why didn't I listen? Why didn't I just listen mm. and not go there? Um, I was angry for such a long time. I was depressed. I was, I didn't want to leave my room. I didn't want to leave bed. Mm. That was for me the peace, like the most peaceful place in the house. And mm. I just, it was hard for me to get up and just go take a bath. When they checked the baby, um, they said everything was okay with the baby. Absolutely. What was your, at that time, what conversations were you having with yourself about your baby? And did that incident change how you felt about your child? Well... I was very scared that maybe the child would, you know, somehow contract an infection. Mm. Excuse me. Excuse me. I was very... I didn't even know if I could continue with the, the whole full term. Mm. I thought that I'd probably have to be induced. Maybe something uh, wrong had, gone, had taken place or um, she could be harmed somehow. Mm. But as soon as they told me that the baby's fine and I'm also clean and mm. there's nothing to be worried about, um, I had a sense of relief. So they didn't at the time put you on ARVs? Uh, there's a, you know, these um, pre, I don't know what they call these, I think it's ARVs, but it's mm -hmm. like just in case you yes. have contracted. Yes. Until then, they let me know that yes. you know, you're, you're clear. It was anti antibiotics, I think. Okay. Some type. Um, uh, it's fuzzy, I can't really remember. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, they told me that, no, I'm fine, the baby is fine. Uh, but all I remember was that... I really have to protect this baby with mm. all my life, you know. I put her in danger. I mm. I felt like I blamed myself 90% mm. of the time. Mm. And I, I would, you know, kill myself if anything happened to mm. her. Uh, by the way, she's six now, mm. healthy smart mm. she knows nothing about it and mm. that's not something 
she'll know until she's probably an adult. Mm. Um, I just remember thinking that I need to protect this child with my mm. life. That was my main thing. Mm. Um, and when, praying that, sorry. Mm, no, continue. Um, praying that, you know, there's no complications going mm. forward. Yeah. When did the darkness start to clear up a little bit for you? About a month or so. Mm. Um, I pray. Mm. And for me, it wasn't therapy that helped me. Because um, I remember the therapist came twice a week, only for two weeks. Mm. And I, one time then she wanted us to meet at a mall, mm. you know, have like coffee or something. Mm. And I couldn't leave. I couldn't leave the house. I never left the house since. Mm. I think it took me about two months to start going out. Mm. And I still felt unsafe. Mm. Um, she wanted to, you know, change the setting mm. and sort of get me to step out of um, my comfort zone and mm. just to see if I'm able to. And I didn't go... Mm. And I just told him, I actually want to quit this therapy thing. It's not working for me. Mm. Mm. Um, because I just hated talking about something that really I can't fix right now. It's done. It's done. You know? Um, they just said, okay, cool, it's fine. Are you sure that you want to quit? And I said, I'm, I really, I just don't want to go see her mm. anymore. Um, especially after she had suggested the, the meetup. So I kept on praying, you know, I just literally, there was still that question asking God, why, like, for what good could this be? Really, you know, I mean, you say that, Everything works for the mm. good, for those who love you. But what is what good could this possibly mm. bring, you know? I was upset with him, but I'd still just talk to him. And I think that's where the healing came from. Mm. Um, I'd find myself just crying out and asking for a hug. Mm. Um, I felt like it's a hug that I needed, not from my mom. Nobody could give me that type of hug. And it, it was a constant prayer. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I don't know when, I just saw myself like a load was lifted. Mm. Just all of a sudden, I, I can't tell you really the time that it took and when it happened, but mm. I just remember one day being okay. Mm. Um, it was very, for me, it was very, my mom didn't understand it. Mm. And by the way, she's a pastor, so mm. the irony. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, may I just blow my nose? Mm. <laughs> So mom didn't understand um, having seen you in such a dark, lonely, isolated, heavy, painful space to suddenly having that lifted 
something that therapy wasn't able to do for you at that time. Um, and she couldn't understand how it happened. Exactly. And how do you explain it today? Whew. God does the impossible. Mm. I mean, for me, that's the only... It's... Um, I don't know how I can put it in words. It's more of a, an experience than anything. Um, you know, once you encounter God, mm. there's something that you, like it's something that you can't go back from. Mm. 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 You know, um, literally, just something. It was just like a, a load in my heart. I could feel it in my heart that I was light. And I had hope, you know. Um, yes, some days, you know, I'd go back and cry mm. about it, but it was easier. It became so much easier. There was reassurance. There was restoration. I felt like a person again. Um, I had joy. I could actually look forward to mm. seeing my newborn. Mm. You know, I'd, I'd think of her, mm. I'd picture her in my head, and I'd smile about it. Mm. Which, before then, you couldn't even imagine smiling about anything. You know, I wouldn't even think of... Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't even think of holding her in my yeah. arms. Um, that was a very far thought. Mm. Um, so how was... Uh, the remainder of the pregnancy? Uh, it was okay. I only had okay. So I had like a, an injured hip, mm. mainly because she was heavy. She mm. was a big baby and, you know, because of my body structure. Um, when I gave birth, I was initially supposed to have a C-section. Mm. Uh, but then 11th hour, they said I should just go push, mm. you know. Um, very crazy, <laughs> very crazy story. Mm. But uh, she came and she was a healthy big baby and no problem at all. Mm. You know, beautiful. She, it's like she sort of like erased everything that had happened. Mm. Um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> she was, yeah, she was a, she was a miracle baby. Mm. She's a miracle baby, and... Do you think she saved your life? I actually do. Mm. Um, I call her Punyeletu, mm. which means breakthrough. Mm. Because for me, after that, there was literally no looking back. I was mm. just excited about life. I was excited about her, and all that there is in this world that is good for mm. her. I even forgot about the cruelty and the coldness mm. of this world. And um, she just gave me hope. Mm. Yeah, um, it was a very uh, tough uh, uh, labor, mm. but it was worth it. It was worth every moment. So what ended up happening with the criminal case? Oh, the police came back, mm. uh, did a couple of sketches. Mm. 
Like dead end. Dead end. Like there was dead literally end. nothing. Mm. Till they didn't even contact us anymore. Wow. Mm. You know, and for me, because of the space that I was in at the time, mm. I just wanted to forget about it. Mm. Um, honestly, and not, have, not having to keep telling the story over exactly. and over again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I really just, I felt it was redundant and uh, I told my mom that I just don't want to see these people. Let, let, you know, let them not come over anymore because they keep on asking me one thing over and over and they've got, you know, the case and the dog and why, why should I keep on repeating myself? Mm. And they're so impatient on top of that. Mm. Um, so till, you know, they, they call here and there until they stop calling. Yeah. So to this day, um, it just is a cold case. Basically. Yeah. Um, just in terms of that case happened, um, did you ever consider going back to therapy? Not really. Mm. I don't recall going back to therapy or thinking about it. Mm. Um, no reason specifically, mm. but I don't, I've never really, mm. you know, um, I think... Every day, though, is a healing process. Mm. Every day is... Every, for, with every day and every tear and every time I even tell it, you mm. know. Um, slowly but surely, I just feel like, mm. you know, what makes me teary, what makes me cry, is just thinking about that time and where I was then. Mm. It's no longer... Why did it happen? Mm. Or um, why me? Mm. You know, it's more of remembering how it felt. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. You know, maybe I would consider a therapy mm. uh, if the opportunity came along, but I really haven't thought about it. What about the memories? Did they ever come back to you? Once in, you know, when I look at my daughter sometimes, like, and think about how she came about, and mm. sometimes they do, mm. but it's, it's very rare until I have to talk about it. Yeah. You know, uh, when I hear a story from someone, you mm. know, and I can relate, and I'll probably not go into detail, but I can, you know, just speak about it. Normally I don't cry about yeah. it. Yeah. What are some of the things that um, trigger you? You know, we hear about rape all the time. I get upset. I get really upset every single time I hear about that. Mm. I can't even watch um, something that has like a rape incident mm. on it. I get, I, I get angry. Mm. I actually do get angry. Um, yeah, mm. or anything that comes, even if it's not just rape, but, you know. An attack. Yes. Yes. I, I get very, very edgy and, um, mm. yeah, it makes me upset. It just makes me very angry. Um, you know, you spoke earlier about 
the fact that you blacked out. Yeah. Do you ever or have you ever had flashbacks of being raped in that moment? No. Mm. No way. Actually, to come think of it, really, not at all. I just remember seeing the gun while I was in the front seat mm. and going to the back seat. Mm. And after that, literally, I don't remember anything. There are so many people who are very skeptical when women share stories of how they were raped mm. or that they were raped. So what would you say to the person who would say, how, if you don't remember, then how do you know? You know, what would you say to that person? You know your body. Mm. You know mm. your body first and foremost. And you know if you've had a sexual encounter. Yes. Um, and this is just, apart from physically feeling it, mm. you can feel it. Yes. You know, um, and that doesn't take away from the fact that you've been raped. Yes. Uh, you, you can't base that on um, whether or not, it's, it's not an argument. Yes. You know. Are you grateful that the memories are not there? I'm so grateful. I am so grateful. Mm. You know, I actually, it's a gift. It's, 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 yeah. Um, I've seen it happen with kids. We got mugged once mm. and I was with my kids. They didn't see anything. Mm. Um, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm actually glad. I feel like if I did have flashbacks, maybe those would be sort of like a setback, you know? Mm. I'd probably keep on going back or have nightmares about mm. it. And um, it's, I think it's, it's better to heal Mm. You know, um, not remembering mm. that part, especially, especially that part. If that man that raped you were to be watching right now, what would you want to say to him? <sighs> I have no words, I don't know. I don't know, hey. All I know is that I know it didn't go unpunished. Mm. That I know for sure. Mm. Um, even though the justice system didn't do well by me, mm. I know that God did or is still going to. Mm. Um, and for me, that's enough. Vengeance is his. Mm. Um, yeah, I, don't, I really don't know what I'd say. Mm. I'd probably get freaked out if I saw him, though. Mm. <laughs> um, Do you, but you'd remember his face? Definitely. Mm. I would definitely remember his face. <sighs> mm. I have no words for him. Yeah. I think... Um, I'm sure the viewers will share the sentiments with me that we're so grateful your daughter wasn't harmed while in your belly. I, you know, just get goosebumps thinking about how already you're dealing with hormones and fatigue and all those things while you're pregnant mm -hmm. to now be violated in the way that you did. I'm so, so sorry that that happened to you. Thank you. Um, and for a person to be so brazen in broad daylight, like 
it doesn't sound like somebody who was doing that for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm also grateful you're here able to share your story with us. What would you want people, South Africans, viewers to know? Because there's so many stigmas and suspicions around the discussions of rape, including, you know, rape by a stranger. What would you want people to know? Firstly, to the person that is raped, mm. it's not your fault. Um, because I think a lot of the times we blame ourselves mm. for putting ourselves in that situation. Yes. And, you know, people will say, you asked for it, or, mm. um, you know, just cruel stuff, like, why didn't you fight them off? Mm. And not understanding uh, where you are at that time. Uh, even just for the fact that it's a man mm. and a woman, we don't have the same strength, mm. you know? Mm. It's also like being mugged. I mean, you can't just, when you're in fright, you, mm. you know, you don't just say, it's easy for you to say it, mm. but when you're actually there, it's not that simple. Mm. Um, also, people start looking at you a different way. Mm. Like you're contaminated. Mm. Like you're dirty somehow, you're filthy. Um, do you think people pity you? Sometimes I do. Mm. Uh, I think it would depend on who I'm telling the story to and mm. how. Mm. Um, but I feel like instead of pity, it should be... <sighs> A person should just be grateful that you're still alive. Mm. I mean, at the end of the day, mm. life is what matters, right? Mm. Um, and just to stop treating people that have been raped like, a, I don't know, like I've seen in relationships, as mm. soon as a person discloses the fact that they've been raped, you know, you get treated differently, you mm. know? And that's, I don't think that's healthy. Mm. Um, we're not dirty. We're not, we are still women. Mm. You know, we are still the same person. It's just that you've been violated. You mm. know, your privacy has been invaded. Mm. Um, but it doesn't make you any less of a woman. Mm. Uh, to be even able to just, you know, go around and live your life after that, that's courage. That takes a lot mm. to get out of that darkness. It takes, mm. it takes a whole lot. Mm. Mm. So yeah, um, to encourage people who've gone through this, women who've gone through this, uh, it's not the end. I would, I'd just say it's not the end and it's going to get brighter. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I know it was extremely difficult having to talk through those moments and relive 
such a painful, painful time in your life. But I'm so encouraged by where you are today and the fact that you're able to speak about it and help others that are going to be watching and your daughter is healthy and well and that you want to encourage other women and women who have been raped. I don't even want to say victims because mm. you have won. Yes. You have won. And as you say, justice may not be restored by the SAPS and our legal system, but it will be done. Thank you so much for coming to talk to us. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. To all of the women who have been raped, we see you and we believe you, each and every one of you. There is life after the incident that you have experienced where you were robbed, where you were viol violated and had something taken away from you. I hope today you know that your worth did not change because of that moment or moments. And we stand with all of you. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a good night. Next time on Unpacked. The cameras are there. This yes. was your moment. That lady at the front is telling me, I don't think you're going to make it, yes. but you can try. I wasn't used to that, the pressure. That moment where you reach the finals and your name is announced. What did that feel like? Ooh. I think I didn't hear my name. Throughout that entire process, I was just praying like... much for watching Unpacked with Rilipkile Mamoja. Make sure you subscribe to my channel where you can get to watch more episodes. But more importantly, you can be part of our online community. Comment down below, share with us who you'd like to see on the show, what story you'd like us to discuss. We love engaging with you. Keep it coming and don't forget to subscribe.